Welcome back to the Roadpreneur Podcast. We're coming back after having a whole summer off. It was such a luxury to be able to take that summer off, and yet isn't that the Roadpreneur lifestyle where you get to go off-grid sometimes, you get to go hit the road for extended periods of time, maybe even sit poolside at a campground when your home on wheels is only a few feet away? That is the absolute beauty of this lifestyle, and that's what I want for you. And as a first episode back, I want to share with you how you can align your business with getting that type of lifestyle. This is actually what you're going to hear is actually a clip from a free workshop that I did just a couple of weeks ago. And if you missed it or you wanted to hold on to that workshop and kind of revisit those those points that I made, because everything that I say, I try to make very actionable. Your time is valuable. So if you want to re-listen to that one, this is the podcast episode where you get to do that. This free workshop happened in my free Facebook group. If you're not there yet, definitely go and join. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Roadpreneur podcast, or just go search Roadpreneur in there and you'll see it pop up. But this particular workshop has everything to do with your one true focus and helping you know how you can focus in on helping your people, focus in on helping your family, and focus in on helping yourself live this beautiful lifestyle that we live. So grab a pen and paper. I think you're going to get a lot out of this. But before we dig into that, I want to let you know about another free event that I'm holding, and it's going to happen right over there inside that Facebook group. This free event is going to be a coaching week. So it's a little bit different. It's not going to be a workshop format. It's going to be a coaching week where we can get really interactive with each other. I've got some fun, fun things planned that's going to keep you productive, keep you moving. It is well worth your time to come over and join us. So if you want to jump into that, you can check the link in the show notes, but it's roadpreneur.com slash coaching week, all one word, coaching week. And right there, you can sign up and you can get inside the Facebook group, get on the list. You don't miss out on any of the events that are going to happen that week. We kick things off on September 19th. I hope that you'll join us. But in the meantime, let's dig into this episode. Welcome to the Roadpreneur Podcast. It's here where I show you how to blend entrepreneurship with exploration, camping with more cash, and the RV lifestyle with recurring revenue that'll let you go off-grid more often. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, and for a decade, I've helped hundreds of businesses get off the ground and grow, but I've always been behind the scenes. Now, I'm bringing those strategies, marketing ideas, and copywriting expertise to the forefront through this podcast. The tips and the strategies that you're going to learn are designed specifically for the RV lifestyle. So if that's you, let's dive in. Welcome to day one of the Easy Off, Easy On Marketing Workshop. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Got a lot of really good things in store for us this week. But before I dive in, I want to ask you a couple of questions. So first of all, do you know those entrepreneurs who just seem to have together? They can log off at three o'clock in the afternoon. They can go and be with their kids. They make everything look easy. They go on vacations for weeks at a time. And then here you are feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, and like you can't catch a break. But do you know those entrepreneurs who actually can take an entire summer off, so months at a time, so when their kids are out of school, they can be out of school, and you're here barely able to take a day off? Does that sound familiar? Let me know what you think in the comments. And then, of course, you always have those entrepreneurs who seem to know just what to say, and they show up in your inbox, they show up in your newsfeed at just the right time, and you need to hear that something. Whatever it is, it might be a motivational thing, it might be an offer, it might be something that they have 
And they seem to just know how to show up and make that offer in a way that you feel like it's just hard to say no to, impossible to say no to. Well, this entire workshop is going to help you unpack how you can do that for your business. So if you don't know me yet, my name is Kimberly Crossland. I am the founder of Roadpreneur. That is the group that you're in right now. I am also the founder of The Savvy Copywriters. That's my past life agency. That's the agency that I had for about nine years before I started Roadpreneur. A little bit more on that in, in just a little bit. And then I also am the owner of Cruising and Campfires. But most importantly, my best job title is mom to two tiny little humans. And uh, they are four and six years old and they're happily out in school so I can hang with you right now here on Zoom, or not on Zoom. We're not on Zoom. I was reading your comment, Kat, and I thought we were on Zoom again. (laughs) No, we can hang here on Facebook, and we can connect, and we can get to know each other. And I'm here to share some ideas with you over the next few days. This is a three-part workshop that's going to help you do just that. It's going to help you to know what to say, when to say it, and who you're talking to. But also, it's going to help you to know how to live a little bit more intentionally. It's going to let you know how you can show up for yourself. Because here's the number one thing that I think we get wrong as entrepreneurs is we start this business and then we forget about ourselves in the process. We forget about our needs. We, we end up working 24 seven and we burn ourselves out. We burn ourselves into the ground and we feel like we can't even catch a break. We can't go camping without our cell phone. And gosh, if we're off grid or we, we can't connect to the internet for a couple of days, everything's going to come crumbling down. I know because I've been there. I've had those same feelings of panic, of fear, of waking up early when I'm camping just to go check my email, make sure there's no fires I have to put out, anything like that. And it's not a good place to live. But here's the thing is old beliefs will have us believe in either one or two things. In this, When I say old beliefs, I mean just a few years back when the kind of the digital transformational age came to life or in 2020 when everybody's business got put online. There are two beliefs that seem to come to light. So first was the hustle culture. This is where you had to work hard if you're ever going to succeed online because there's so much noise out there. So you had to create more content. You had to get out there more often. And it just felt very overwhelming. But you listen to people who are a few steps ahead of you and that's what they're doing. They're there at the office until 11 o'clock at night and they're back there at five o'clock the next morning. They're doing that seven days a week. And if you're not doing that, then you're not trying hard enough, right? Oh, I hate saying that even. I just, oh, it overwhelms me just to even say that because it's just not true. But then you have on the flip side, you have these influencers or these people who are out traveling and, and living this dream life where all they do is hike and they take a couple of pictures and then suddenly they've got a million followers and they make it look so crazy effortless that you think, how does that work? How does that happen? But now I'm challenging you this week to think about the middle ground between those two worlds that I'm going to take a picture of myself hiking, post it, and then I'm going to be off and earning the big bucks or having to burn yourself into the ground just to get your business off the ground. It doesn't have to be either way. So I titled this workshop, Easy Off, Easy On Marketing. And I did it as I was driving home about a month ago from a trip and I saw actually on the side of the road, an Arby's sign. This workshop is not sponsored by Arby's, (laughs) but I saw an Arby's billboard and it said, easy off, easy on. Well, for those of you who tow an RV or tow a rig or drive, you know, class A, then you know, it's very difficult sometimes to pull off on the side of the road. You need to know where you're pulling off. You have to be very intentional about those exits that you choose. 
because it can be very difficult to navigate any turns if those roads are not built properly for RVs. If the gas station that you're headed to is tiny and cramped and suddenly you're having to wiggle your way through the pumps and it's very difficult to try and piece your rig, your your home on wheels, your your vacation mode of travel, it's very hard to piece that into certain gas stations. And so there's, of course, there's gas stations that are much more RV friendly. There are exits where you can easily pull off, go into where you need to go, and then come right back onto the freeway. Well, marketing can absolutely be the same way. Instead of these old school views of you have to go, 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 or you have to try and overwhelm yourself or your rig to make my RV reference come to life into a tight space that doesn't quite fit your lifestyle or your mode of travel or however you want to describe it, your business, your customers. Instead of that, what if it was easier where you could just roll off and keep having a smooth trip down the freeway? You can go and connect at this point. You can recharge. You can refuel. You can get some nourishment. You can put some gas in your car and then get back on the road and keep traveling on this beautiful entrepreneurial journey. So the easy off, easy on reference is just that. This marketing workshop is designed to teach you how you can pull off on the side of the road when you need to recharge your batteries. You need to refill your tank. You need to refill your cup and really start getting back into yourself as an entrepreneur so you can get back on the freeway and know exactly when to show up. You can run a little bit more effortlessly and you can really get in front of the right people at the right time without that stress and that overwhelm. It's a balance of those two old beliefs of the hustle. Yeah, it's going to take some work, but the work is the fun part when you're doing it right. And it also is going to allow you to decompress. So you can have those moments where you sit by the campfire and leave your phone in the in your RV. You don't have to check it. You can sleep in in the mornings. You don't have to feel like the first thing you need to do is check your phone. You can actually go check the weather and maybe go for a bike ride or a hike instead. It's less of that overwhelm, but it's still this purposeful work that leaves us feeling really, really, really good. And that's what it means to be a roadpreneur is finding that balance. And so I'm excited to share with you the ideas that I have about how you can achieve that balance. And that's what we're going to cover over the next three days. But before I get into that, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory on who I am, give you some straight cred on who the heck I am to even be talking about this. What have I done in my life to, to get to this point, right? Because here's the truth is for about nine years, I was totally behind the scenes. I started my career 10 years ago and I was a ghostwriter, I was a copywriter, still am a ghostwriter and a copywriter for some very big clients, household names, Fortune 50s, but also these awesome startups. And I'd work behind the scenes. I would work to help them send their message out there. I would see these numbers skyrocket. I had brought in six figures from a blog post. I've had seven figure launches. And I thought, you know what? Here's the thing is I want to start doing this for myself, but not just for myself. I also want to teach others how to do this because in the online business world, in the retail world, we are dominated by some of the big names. Everybody knows certain names. I'm not going to name them. It doesn't matter. Everybody knows certain names in this space. And that's great. It's great that they've made such a big impact and they've inspired so many other people. I love that they have done that. I absolutely love that. I listen to them. I listen to their podcasts. I get their emails. But I also have had the honor and the privilege of getting to know some people who are doing some really cool things 
And the only thing stopping them from having that prolific presence is they don't know how to get their voice out there. They don't know how to send their message in a way that's going to resonate, even when they're off grid, even when they're camping, even when they're doing something else at their desk than running their business. It doesn't matter when. 24-7, getting that message out there. And they're not quite sure how to connect with that audience. There's kind of this misalignment of people who are connecting to their audience uh, or running their business and then their audience is over here. We need to start bringing that closer together because the closer we can bring those two worlds together, that's when things just explode. That's when you get those thousand true fans that we always talk about. That's when people really start paying attention and say, you know what? That's my person. That's the person that I need to be listening to because they've got something for me. So today, in today's workshop, what we're going to do is we're going to look at what that person looks like, how that person moves through this world, and what it means for you and your business, and specifically what it means for you and your marketing and your copywriting and your messaging. Because without knowing that, you're going to stay stuck in this current spot where you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you're constantly putting out content and not really seeing the results. You're going to feel like you have a great sales page, but nobody's coming to it. What the heck? Why are people not reading your message? You've got something really awesome to share. And that's where I want to step in. So I want to give you a little bit of a backstory again, like I said, into who I am, but also into why looking at that person, that specific person that you're talking to matters so much. So I said before in the beginning that we need to have our marketing. We probably can think of a few people who have sent out a message, an email, or posted a post, and you think, oh my goodness, you're talking right to me. How did you know that's what I needed to hear today? I've also had those messages hit me really hard. And when they do, I've noticed a few things about them. The first is that they pull up some kind of hidden emotion that maybe I didn't even realize that I was feeling. Maybe it's an emotion of burnout when I feel like I, my batteries are drained and I need to take my foot off the gas for a little bit. Or maybe it's a feeling of excitement and enthusiasm of, I didn't realize that I had this spark inside me, but dang, you're turning this into a fire because I want to do more with this. I want to turn this into a business. I want to create something around this because there's something here that I love. And that was the exact conversation that I had when I was driving home with my husband in July, 2020, the year that the world changed for forever. I really do think that it changes forever. And in that moment, We were without cell phone service because we were in the middle of the Navajo reservation. There was just not great cell phone service. So I thankfully had to put my phone down. There was no reason to be on my phone. My kids were in the back seat. They were awake. They were happy. They were, we were just driving home from a really good trip where we all just really got to relax and something hit me. I don't even remember what he said. There was also a song playing on the radio that at that moment, it was like worlds collided And it was just this fireball of energy that hit me. And I thought, you know what? I'm doing something different. I'm going to be doing something different. So that's or rewind a few months from there back in January of 2020. I knew something had to change. I didn't quite know what it was, but I felt that little whisper. I felt that nudge. I had to change course. It was my time to change course. And I'll talk a little bit more about that on day three. But then feeling that moment, In that moment, that fireball of energy where my husband had said something to me and I thought, okay, this is what I needed to hear. I moved forward and I started a subscription box company, not Roadpreneur, started a subscription box company. 
And in the beginning, it wasn't a subscription box company, but it evolved. And from there, I got to know my audience better. I got to know myself better. I got to know my work systems better. What was going to work with our lifestyle? What was going to, what did my audience need? My subscription box is called Cruising and Campfires. And so it's really meeting people who are a lot like myself on their path of traveling and RVing and having that blissful moment in the car where I could have the same calm and rejuvenated feeling that I was having driving home in that moment. Had I not felt that, I might not have taken that action. So that's the first thing that I believe we all need to feel and we all need to lean into. It's that emotional response. But emotion alone is not enough to build a business. It's not enough to just lean into where you feel pulled. It does. It's not enough to feel that spark of energy and know that you're going in a good direction. Yes, that's important. Yes, that's a catalyst. But then comes the logical side of things. Then comes this pattern of, okay... Is this really going to work? Is this really going to make me money? Do people actually need this? Do people actually want this? Then you start to think about how relevant is this? Is this really relevant in today's market? Do people still want something like that? Or maybe I need to iterate on it a little bit. With cruising and campfires, that's exactly what I needed to do. Instead of doing the one-time boxes, I now do a subscription box. It's that little iteration just through that logical fact-finding that you're able to start to get to know people a lot better. And then you can also start to look at the cost and the benefit. You know, we always talk about cost-benefit analysis, but you know what? We don't really always do it for our business. So the cost-benefit analysis is how much is this really going to cost me? And then is this really going to benefit me? Is it going to benefit my business? Is it going to benefit my family? You don't always look at that area. Is this going to benefit my lifestyle that I'm trying to achieve as an entrepreneur? Is this going to benefit my customers? Is this going to benefit the people that I am trying to show up and serve? Is this of value to them? So there's that combination of that emotional response and then that logical fact-finding of, yes, it's a cool idea, but does it really work? Is this really where I need to be going with this? And then when those two worlds collide, that's when things get really good. And that's when the clarity hits. That's when you can really start to feel into, okay, I'm crystal clear on where I'm going. This is the emotional heart strength that I want to tug on. I want people to feel something when they interact with my brand. I want them to feel energized, enthusiastic. I want them to feel hopeful. I want them to feel whatever that emotion is that you want them to feel when they think of you and your brand. And then you can also look at the logical side of things. This is how I'm going to deliver it. This is where they're struggling today. This is where they're struggling And I can see that challenge that I know I can step in and solve something for them. It gets really, really, really good when we start to see those two worlds come together. You're now tugging on those heartstrings and those purse strings at the same time. It makes it so much easier for people to want to buy from you, to want to work with you because they're excited about what you have to offer and they see that transformation. They see that possibility with you. So if you've not gotten your workbook yet, I can share the workbook link again here. And this workbook, let's go through it together. So let me share on social. Hold on. Let me go grab it. Here it is. Okay. (laughs) I love your comments, you guys. Thank you so much. This is awesome. And now I don't even know how to comment back because Facebook's weird, right? Facebook's weird. Just me? All right. I'm going to put it into the link here. Hopefully it pops up. If not, that's okay. Okay, so we're going to go through this workbook together. There's just a few questions, two pages of questions that I would love for you to 
look at, to review, and we're going to walk through them together. And I want to explain why each of them is important, why I included each of them here in this specific workbook, because I think it's really, really, really important that we, here we go, I got it. Technology and me have struggles sometimes, but I got it. Okay, there's your link to the workbook. Just commented with it. So if you don't have it yet, you can open it up that way. If you do already have it, it's also in your inbox. So you can also go find it there. And if you're watching the replay, scattered it as many different places as I can. So if you still can't find it, that's okay. Just drop me a note, tag me, and I'll be happy to share it with you again. So let's start off with the question number one. We've got six questions here that we're going to walk through. And question number one is, what does my customer want in the short term? So what does my customer want in the short term? The reason why that is so important is because we are looking to solve an immediate problem for our customers. We are looking to solve something that gets people excited, that makes people want to show up for themselves. And here's the thing. We're living in a world of instant gratification. This is a world where people can order DoorDash and have food, hot food delivered to their doorstep within 15 minutes. In certain areas, not where I live, but in certain areas, that's what, that's the case. We get that instant gratification. We can make a post on social media and instantly we're getting notifications that people like what we're saying. We're getting these notifications that people want what we have. So that's really important to understand what is that short-term win, that almost that instant gratification that we can get for our clients. Don't think yet about what your business can get for them. Think about what your customer really wants in that short term. What is that little win, that micro moment where they say, oh, I got it. I got it. You can think of Google had this great video a few years ago and it's all about those micro moments. And they're, what they were highlighting is those micro moments when somebody will reach for their phone and type something into the search box that they need help with or pull up Google on their computer and type into the search box. So For example, it was a dad and a son who were working on a car together and they just needed a quick answer so they could move forward and continue to work on that car in that moment. And so Google showed up, a YouTube video popping up and someone saying, this is what you need to move these two wires around or whatever it was. I'm not a car person, but that's how, that's how people were finding the messages is that little moment where they felt that win, that little short term win of that makes sense. Okay. Now I've got it and I feel like I've gotten a win. The next thing I want you to look at is what does my customer want in the long term? So the long term wins are where they want to go, where they see their life going. What's a big win that would change the way they feel today? Where's that problem that they're feeling right now? And what would change that problem, that pain point for them? So pinpointing that problem, the reason why I did not include more of the fact finding on finding that problem is because I think we talk a lot about that in the marketing world. Chances are, if you have a business, you probably heard that we got to go find the problem. It's good advice. It's really good advice. You do have to understand the problem. But I think the bigger picture is that we need to understand not where they're, where they are right now as much as also where they really want to go. Because today's workshop is called My One True Focus or Your One True Focus. And it's all about focusing on where you want to go. When you see that outcome, when you see that end deliverable, It changes the way you show up in the world. It changes the way you talk to your customers. It changes the way you really get to know your audience and it changes the way you motivate them. So I sent out an email and it said, 
the power of the word no, right? That was my email this morning. What are you going to say no to? But that's also the same with your customer. What are they going to say no to? And I want you to really think about this because when you, whenever you watch a good, you know, a good movie or you, I'm going to give you a movie reference and it's a children's movie because that's all I want to go see this summer with my kids. $2 movies every week we're at the movie theaters. I'm not even a movie person. But one of the movies we saw, our favorite movie of the summer was Sing To. And it's all about, spoiler alerts here, it's all about this group of animals that gets together and everyone has said no to them. They've heard no a thousand times. People are not going to fund their show. They, people don't want them to perform. But they know they've got something. And so they keep hearing this word, no, 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 no. And finally, they wiggle their way in, forcefully get behind the stage. They can get in front of this big guy who's going to sign them. And they have their one last shot. And he says yes. The reason why I bring up this cut, this whole, and there's much more to the story beyond that. So still go and watch it if that's your jam, if that's what you want. I'm not spoiling too much of the movie there. But the reason why I bring that up is because how much more powerful is it to say she was told no 57 times, but then she heard yes. It's that yes that you focus on, right? You hear this, these stories of defeat and you hear these stories of people who are feeling like they don't have a chance. They don't have that hope. But when we focus our marketing on that hopeless feeling or that feeling of being stuck and not really sure where what the problem is, but they know there's a problem, they don't know how to get out of it, that's one way to focus your copy. But things get really strong and you say, yes, I know you're here, but I know that this is where you want to go. So back to the workbook, back to this one true focus that we're looking at today. And I want you to look at the long-term goals. In the long-term, what is something that's going to make them happy? Here's another secret to this question. A lot of people don't actually think about it. One of the hardest questions to answer, and I don't actually think is being asked very often anymore, is where do you see yourself in five years? Man, that's loaded. People are starting to think, I hope that I have a good job. I hope that I have a roof over my head. I'm able to put food on the table. You know, we get those kinds of answers. That's not where I want you to go with this question. Where I want you to go with this question is what what kind of meals are they eating? What kind of food are they eating? Are they eating ramen noodles? I actually love ramen noodles. It might actually be a good thing. But typically we think of ramen noodles as the lesser expensive food. Are they eating these five course meals where they are getting an appetizer and tapas and then they're getting desserts and all these different things that are in between that are just making this beautiful meal every single day. There's probably a happy medium there, right? But what does their mealtime look like? What does it look like? Where are they living? Maybe they're living on the road. I know that's my five-year plan is I'd love to be living on the road full-time. I'm not full-time. Obviously, I'm in my bricks and sticks, as we call it, in my house. Uh, But we travel as often as we can. And I hope to someday be living on the road. Very Someday we will live on the road. But I hope sooner rather than later, because that's my dream. That's where I want to be living. What is it for your your client, your customer? Where do they want to be living? What does that lifestyle look like? What does their day-to-day look like? What are they asking for for their birthday? These are the types of questions that are going to get way beyond that surface level and show what they want and show that outcome and show that desire and show that the thing that's going to get them lit up and say, yep, she knows what I'm talking about. He's got it. He knows what I need. And in that moment, you're able to start to really see, this is where I'm taking my people. So yeah, in the short term, I can give them this little micro win, but in the long term, I'm going to bring them on a much bigger journey. I'm going to bring them somewhere that they are going to love. 
It's going to be like a little candy land ride around the, around the board. And we're going to land in King's Candy or whatever that the end area world is. <laughs> it's just all the rainbows and sprinkles and all the joy spotting you can ever imagine. Joy spotting is when you see a lot of different colors and a lot of different an abundance of shapes. It's actually a thing. That's a whole topic for another day. But that's what we're trying to lead them to is this place where they just feel immersed with happiness and joy, even if it's in a tiny little part of their life. So if you're a personal chef, that tiny little part of their life can be you're starting with, I'm going to give them one meal today that's going to make them feel like they've just elevated their meal time with their family without adding more time. So that's a micro win. That's the short-term win that I'm asking about in question number one. Question number two is, I'm going to make this easy for them. 365 days a year, three meals a day, plus snacks. That's a different approach. So now you can see we're not focused on, they don't know what to eat. They don't like to make the meal plans. What you're focusing on instead is they want this. And I'm going to give them that. And they're going to see that that's possible. And I'm going to take them on this journey to bring them to that point where they feel like it's possible. You focus on the outcome. You're bringing people into the light. You're bringing people more towards the positive and people are drawn to the positive. You can tell them what they're going to say no to, but you're going to bring them to the positive and show you're going to say no to this so you can have this instead. Isn't that awesome? I just, I love thinking about things in that way. And I love when I see communications from businesses in that way and start to look around because you're going to start to see the different ways that people approach their marketing. Okay, let's look at question number three because now we're, walking that bridge with them. We're walking that bridge from the problems that they're feeling, those short-term wins that you're going to help them get all the way to those long-term wins. But we need to look at what hurdles are standing in the way. This is not going to be the perfectly paved bridge that's automatically built, easy peasy. You just get on it, you walk, and you're there. There's always hurdles. There's always stumbling blocks that are coming into the picture. And so we need to understand what those are going to look like. So if we take the meal plan example then maybe it's a budget thing. Maybe it's proximity to food. Maybe it's different timing. They get home super late and they feel like they can't cook these meals that you're giving them ideas for. So what are those hurdles that are standing in their way? And these are important because you're going to be the one, you as the leader, the business owner, the roadpreneur, the person who's going to bring them to the light, you're going to be the one who's also picking them up and carrying them over those hurdles. So as we focus on the outcome, we also need to be very, very mindful of what's happening on that journey for our customers. What's going on for them? What's coming up for them? How can we help them over it? I'm going to talk more about why that's so important tomorrow. But for now, just start thinking through that. What kind of hurdles are standing in their way? What's stopping them from getting to where they want to go? Okay, then we're going to go down to page two of your workbook. And we're going to go for three other questions, but this time we're going to start to bring all of that together. So we've already started the transformation process. We've got our short-term wins, what are the little things that are just going to make them feel good. The long-term wins, which is where they really want to go. It's that five-year outlook that's very difficult for us to come up with as ourselves, but we can see it for our clients. And then what are those hurdles that are going to be popping up in the middle? As we see that, we can really start to laser in our focus put up those guardrails in our business and start to connect the dots with how we can show up, how we can talk to our customers, how we can be that voice that I was talking about at the beginning of this that says, Hey, I hear you. I know what you need. I'm going to show up for you and I'm here for you. And this is probably what you're thinking right now. It's like, I can read your mind. This is what I know you need. And I'm your person to get you to the other side of it. Okay. 
So let's continue to think through these. So on page two of your workbook, question number four, how do those hurdles impact their daily life? So I said these hurdles are popping up on the bridge along the way, but how does it play out in their daily life? One of the best copywriting principles as a 10-year copywriter, one of the best copywriting principles I've ever used, the thing that I've seen get the most results is what I call the snapshot. The snapshot is when you're literally taking a snapshot in your mind of what their life looks like. What wallpaper do they have up? I'm big into wallpaper right now. What wallpaper do they have up on the wall? What kind of dishes are they eating off of? Where are they in the world? What does their house look like? You take this snapshot. What's the weather like outside? That's a big one. Weather, when you can tie memories and events to weather, people remember it a lot more. What's the weather like? Last night, we had a huge thunderstorm. I'll tell you, 10 o'clock at night, I was woken up to a huge bang, and it was a lightning right over our house. Downpour of rain came right after, and it was just nothing but this crazy light show. You should see the weather map of where I was. It was wild. And also yesterday, my husband was doing yard work. A rock hit the back window, shattered the window. And so all I kept thinking of was in this weather moment of all the lightning shaking our house, the wind gusting through like a hurricane speed, literally like hurricane speeds, it felt like, and, and the rain coming down and being blown into the window. Am I going to hear that shatter? Can you picture how, it, how I was feeling in that moment? Can you picture my world at 10 o'clock last night? That was literally my world. I'm not making the story up. Can you picture it? You can probably hear the wind gusting as I'm saying that. You can probably see the shattered glass. You can probably see what that looks like. Cracks rippled everywhere. I will be happy to take a picture and post that in the group because it's wild that it did not break, by the way. You can probably hear the, you can probably see the flashes. You can probably hear the thunder. As you're thinking about what your customer's day-to-day life looks like, getting back to our question, start to really look at that. Start to look at those details, those little nuances. Start to picture what on earth are they living right now? How are they feeling? What are they seeing as they look out their window? Are they seeing the windblown backyard? Are they seeing the sunshine this morning and the grass is a little bit greener because it came and it rained in the desert and here we are. We've actually got green grass, which is how I woke up this morning. What does it look like? How is this day-to-day visual impacting them? every single moment, because as you can start to see it, whether or not it's related to your business, as you can start to see that you now become that fly on the wall, you get between their ears to hear their thoughts and really see what is getting their attention. And attention is the biggest commodity today in the marketing world. Attention is what we all want to get. Attention is what we all need so that we can understand how to show up for our people. This is a very noisy world out there. I said at the beginning that 2020 was the year that changed everything. Everybody moved online. Yes, there was a pandemic that was very, very serious. But in the business world, it was all about digital transformation. People are moving their business that was previously brick and mortar. Now it's all online. How did they make that transition? Well, I'm going to tell you, most people just filled in those gaps on their website where it says lorem ipsum. That's the fill-in text, the filler text. Most people just slap something in there and said, okay, I'm online. I did it. I made it. My business is online. That was their micro win. But now we're two years later and they're starting to see that everybody's business is online. Everybody has a web presence these days. Now, how do I stand out and how do I get that attention? And the way you do that is by understanding their day-to-day life. 
And by speaking their language and understanding that snapshot of what their world looks like. And the more you can be very specific and paint that same snapshot with your words in your copy and in your content and align it with their world at that moment, man, are you going to make an impact? Man, are people going to sit up and say, that's someone who knows what she's saying and has something for me because that's me in that picture. That's me in that story. That's me that she's talking to. She gets it. She sees where I'm at and she sees where I want to go. And I might not even have known that that's where I wanted to go, but here I am going there. That's how you bridge that gap. And that's how we make that big transition over there. Okay. I get on my, on my high horse about this because I love this stuff. I love how words can just pull these visuals out of us. And we paint that picture in our mind. So your job as a business owner, as a roadpreneur, as a copywriter, an entrepreneur turned copywriter, your job is to help paint that picture. And the more specific you can get, the better you're going to be able to do that. And the more attention you're going to get. Okay. The next question is, what are their day-to-day steps to overcome those hurdles? So now we can see their day-to-day. We can see what's going on in their world. What are they doing next? What actions are they taking next? What are they, how are they showing up to solve whatever micro moment problem that they're feeling with those little wins? What are they doing to get to those wins? Are they pulling out their phone and looking on Google? Are they looking on Instagram? Are they sending a text message to a group of people that they know and they like and they trust and say, Hey, how would you solve this? That's what we did about the shattered window. We reached out to some friends instead of going on Google, knowing how they show up in their day-to-day life to solve those hurdles and to jump through those hurdles is so important because that's where you need to show up. I did not go to Google to go and find those glass repair places first. I went to my friends. What does that tell me if I'm a glass repair company? Well, it tells me that I need to get in front of people and plant that seed that I want your business. I want to work with this kind of a person. I want to work on houses instead of commercial buildings. That's a big differentiator. You want to start planting that seed of if your door glass breaks instead of your car glass, then call me. But Or I only do auto glass, so here's someone else you might want to call. So you need to start understanding those people who have their ear, have your target audience's ear, and get into their ear also and understand how you can show them how they can be the hero of that person's story. So this is a little bit of a roundabout thing because now we're bringing somebody else into the mix, right? Now we're making somebody else the hero of our customer's story. We're the first hero, but then we have these secondary heroes. And so those are the people that you're thinking of when you're answering this question, how do I solve those day-to-day hurdles? How are my customers solving their day-to-day hurdles? How are they taking those little steps to get further along? Maybe it's an app that they're using, back to our meal planning example. Maybe it's an app that they're using to budget, and the budget is their day-to-day hurdle. Well, this is going to inform how you show up in your content. This is going to inform how you speak to your audience in your emails. This might even be an opt-in on your website, because now you're showing them that you get their journey. You understand where they're at and the problems that they're facing and the the challenges that they're facing to get to that long-term vision. Are you seeing how all these questions are coming together to paint this beautiful picture? It's really, really, really awesome when you start to really peel back those layers and see, okay, this is where I need to fit in. This is where I need to fit in. Final question. How does our offer help them to get over their hurdles? 
We always need to bring it back to our offer. We always need to come full circle because otherwise we're just going to help them on a micro step, which is great. We need to have that landing mark. We need to have that place where we need to have our own, let's do a camping reference. We need to have our own campsite where they can pull into the campsite and say, okay, I'm home. I'm here for the night. I am comfortable. I feel like I found my spot. This is my spot. I'm number B38, whatever it is. (laughs) That's my, there's my camping reference. But that's what we need to get to all the time. So keeping those short-term wins, those short-term little moments and hurdles that they're trying to overcome, but constantly anchoring them to that end result. That's what copywriting does. And that's what having that one true focus is. So when I say your one true focus, it's going to be your one person, your one reader. So in the copywriting world, we have what's called the one reader. This is the one person who is reading your content. You don't need to be thinking about the thousands of people who are going to be reading your content and ideally are reading your content. Just think about one person. In this entire set of questions that I've just gone through, all these six questions that I've gone through, I've not been talking about groups of people. I've been talking about one person. I've been talking about a single person. And that is so important because when you laser in your marketing on that one single person, you are not eliminating the peripheral. Instead, what you're doing is you're honing in your focus for how you're going to show up, how you're going to market your business, how you're going to write your copy on your website so that when people land on it 24-7, that one person knows this is mine. This is my place. I've found my home online. That's how you're going to get your thousand true fans. And it's going to help you to know where and how to show up. So more on that tomorrow. But for now, I want to dig into the homework because there is going to be homework. I love prizes. And like I said, I own Cruising and Campfires, which is a product-based business where I have subscription box for RVers. And so I want to give you one of those boxes. I'm going to give you this month's box, actually. It's called Camp More, Worry Less. It's a Camp More, Worry Less box. And so that's what's going to be sent your way if you're the chosen, random chosen winner of our homework today. And so I'm going to draw these because I know there's a lot of people who said they were going to want to, they want to watch the replays, which is great. I hope that you do. I want to draw the winners on Friday. So we're going to have three different prizes, three different days of homework. We have to show up and be doing your homework in order to be getting entries into those, into winning those prizes. And I'll announce the three winners on Friday from all of the homework days. So here's our homework for day one. And I want you to use those questions in your workbook to find your one true reader. Your one true fan, you might call it. I've heard that. I've heard it called that too. Or your target audience, or your buyer persona. And we're not. We're not going to have the Charlie Brown type looking um, face in the middle of like an empathy map. It, which empathy mapping is hugely important. I can get into more detail on that later in another time. But you're not going to just have this kind of Charlie Brown cartoon character. This is going to help you think of someone who's real and the real person who's reading. Because the thing is, we're not linear beings. We can't be put into a box. Humans are complex, complicated, complex. We've got a lot of nuances to ourselves. And everything that we do is interwoven into your business. Everything that your one reader does somehow is impacted by your business. And so that's what we're going to uncover in the homework. So there's three questions I want you to look through in the homework. That's on the last page. I'm also going to post it in the group so you know where to post your answer so you can be entered to win your Camp More Worry Less box. But the first one is your one person. So I say on here, write a few sentences about who's going to benefit the most from your business. And you don't have to get deep on this. You just have to write something that you can quickly 
pull out of your mind. So this is not something that I want you to spend a ton of time on, actually. I don't, yes, there's a lot of research we can do. Yes, there's a lot of ways we can get to know our audience. But for now, when you're going to write your copy, when you're going to write your content, when you're going to make a marketing plan, when you're going to set up your website and your blog and and your podcast and whatever type of content you're creating so that you can go offline and so you can come up for air so you can take a summer off or you can at least leave your office at three o'clock without worrying that everything's going to fall to pieces or you haven't gotten enough done. I want you just to be thinking about this person. And that's why I don't want you to spend actually a ton of time on this. I want this to be something easy and something inherent to you. So as you're starting to think about what you're going to write, how you're going to say it, maybe you're writing an email, I want you to really quickly think about, okay, this is my person. This is the one person I'm writing to. I know enough about them that they love, uh, they love London. They love to go and see old buildings and they probably watch downtown Abbey at night. Sometimes dream about someday going to see that castle or house. I think it's a castle. I don't watch downtown Abbey, but I can picture someone, my one reader who does. And now I can kind of automatically feel like, okay, I'm in their headspace. I'm ready to write. I'm ready to create for them. That it needs to be that quick. And that's why I only want you to write one or two sentences. I know we can write a novel about everybody. We all have a novel inside of us and a memoir and a story to tell. I want you to limit it to just a couple of sentences because the simpler it is for you on this side of things, the simpler it's going to be for the people reading on the other side of things. We're not complicating things. We're trying to keep it simple. And that's a great way to do it. The next question is about you. It's what's your one big idea? What's that offer? What is that thing that they need from you? And this, again, is a big idea. This is a 30,000 foot, so I don't need you to go into detail about your business model. When I was driving driving home in July 2020 on the Navajo Reservation thinking about cruising and campfires, I was in that 30,000 foot view level. And that's where we need to stay because all decisions are going to be filtered through that one big idea, that one big promise that you're making, that one big long-term outcome that you're helping your audience get. What is that? What is that long-term outcome? You could really just take your answer from number two and plop it in here because that's what you're offering them is that outcome, that win, that positive change in their life that they're going to want to embrace and come together, come to you for it, for you to help them achieve. And then the last thing is your one true focus. What is it? What's that value? What's that thing that you're giving to your audience that they're going to say, that's what they help me with. That's what this person helps me with. This is not something tangible. This is that emotion. That's the emotion that you want to elicit in them. Maybe it's hope. Maybe it's positivity. Maybe it's something that might feel really, really, really hard. You're going to be the person to help them with it so you can pull them out of that. Maybe it's something as simple as making soap. My son is very obsessed with making soap right now, so that's on my mind. But maybe it's something that simple where you're making some soap, but there's something more there. There's a nostalgia in the smell and the scent that you choose. So now you're getting a little bit deeper, right? Your focus is to help them feel nostalgic or to feel comfortable or to feel or to add to elevate their home in some way so they feel more confident when their guests come over that they're using really good soap. What is that one emotion? And that is your one true focus. That's your one true focus. You are trying to pull out that emotion from your audience so that they can feel something about the product that you're delivering. They can feel something about your business. And that is also, by the way, your brand. Because your brand is what people say when you're not in the room. 
It has nothing to do with typography. It has nothing to do with color. Yes, you need to have consistency so you're recognizable. But ultimately, at the end of the day, your brand is what people are, are saying when you're not in the room. It's what people are telling others when you're not around to listen. Because they're saying things and they're feeling things about your brand, about your company, that's different than what you say in your slogan. It's different than what you, what colors you choose for your website. Your brand is that a feeling. So that's our one true focus. That's how we're going to make a really solid brand. And that's how we're going to be sticky enough for people to remember. And it's how we're going to filter every single decision that we make on how we show up for our audience, where we show up for them and what they, how they remember us and how they keep coming back to us time and again. So more on that tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to talk about showing up at just the right time, but automating our approach because the more we can automate, I, to me, automation is a beautiful thing. And I will get obviously more into this tomorrow in workshop number two, but automation lets us unwind a little bit and it frees us of always having to be on and that pressure to always show up and always respond. Automation is excellent, but it requires a human touch and it requires us to be very smart about how we show up. And there's a lot that goes into it. If you talk to Amazon, they've got event triggered automations of you click on this, where you're going to get this ad. We're not going there. That's too much. It's too heavy. What we are going to go is how you can very simply set up your marketing. So you're showing up in just the right time, saying that message like we covered today in the right place so that people, when they see you, they see your posts and get your email. They're thinking, dang, I needed to hear that. She gets me. She knows what I need right now. And I'm so glad that she sent that to me right now. So that's what we're covering tomorrow. I hope that you come back. I hope that if you can't be here live, no problem. I totally get it. Life comes first. Family comes first always. But if you can pop an earbud in as you're listening and listen in as you're making dinner or right after the kids go to bed or as you're going for an evening walk, whatever it is, I hope that you do come back and I hope that you post your homework because I'm excited to see what comes up for you. And I will absolutely be in there responding because I find so much excitement and joy in that because I love to see what people are doing. It's just, that's my love language is seeing people pull out these beautiful messages and create a gorgeous marketing for their business because you're the ones that I'm cheering for. I mean that wholeheartedly. You are the ones that I'm cheering for. Yeah, we've got Amazon. We've got big names, household names. They're doing good things. You're the ones who's making magic. You're the ones who are there helping shine your light so that others can shine brighter. And I want to help you pull out those messages that are going to help you reach other people so that you can really have that effect in this world. I hope that you have a ton of takeaways from doing those exercises and going through and answering those questions. I know I always have a lot of light bulbs that go off as I revisit it and I journal about all the questions that we just covered, and I hope the same for you. And I also hope that I'm going to see you inside that Facebook group for my free coaching week. Again, it's kicks off on September 19th. We're going to have several different events throughout the week. That's going to keep you really productive, keep you writing. I'm even going to do a live Q and a, so I hope that you'll come and join us. That happens again, September 19th and to sign up for it. It only takes a couple of seconds. Go to roadpreneur.com slash coaching week. I hope to see you in there and I hope that you'll hit the subscribe button and Come back and join me each and every week for a new episode of really tactical and specific ways that you can get ahead in your business. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so looking forward to getting to know you in that free coaching week.